Welcome to Aetherius Radio Live, the Hour of Truth with Richard Lawrence and Christy Blaze. Thank you all and welcome to the program today. We are just absolutely delighted to have everybody with us. We are live here on the 15th day of October. 2013, and the time is 1 p.m. Eastern here at Body, Mind, Spirit Radio. The program is called Aetherius Radio Live, and your hosts for the show are Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze. Hi, Chrissy. Hello. Hi there, Richard. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm very good. How is uh, the U.K. at the moment? (laughs) The U.K.? The U.K. is, um, you know... Quite good, really, relatively speaking. Nice uh, autumn day today, or as you might call it, the fall. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) But all the alarming stories we're getting are to do with the states. I know, the government shut down and all all sorts of things going on here, but uh, life is going on right now. And I think it's it's a battle of fear, don't you, between the two camps. Oh, interesting you brought that up, because uh, this is exactly what we're going to address today, is it not? Yes. They're trying to frighten each other into submission. But there, but there you are. So um, it, it's a real, really exciting, isn't it, to be actually now talking about having completed our series on the Twelve Blessings, to be now going to the other great cosmic teaching of these days, the Nine Freedoms. Absolutely, absolutely. These are the two core teachings of, of the Aetherius Society and uh, certainly my very most favorite text, sacred text in the whole world, and I'm sure Richard would agree with that as well. And mine um, too. Yes, and that's something we've been really looking forward to. And by the way, for, for, for listeners, there is on my website, which is uh, www.richardlawrence.co.uk, a short uh, YouTube clip there put together by Ayub Malik here about the nine freedoms, just introducing anyone who's never heard of it at all before to what this incredible teaching is all about. Oh, that's a great idea. Okay, well, shall we begin, Richard? Yes, let's begin with where it all, all sort of happened in 1961. Uh, started on February the 12th and was completed on March the 15th. And our listeners are now familiar with the term cosmic transmission. Um, The common terminology nowadays, of course, is channeling, used to be mediumship. But in the case of Dr. King, an extremely advanced trance state is used when he brings through a cosmic transmission. And this series, delivered between those dates of nine teachings, each one called a freedom, hence the nine freedoms, was delivered uh, through him in that deep state of trance by an elevated being who's possibly his code name, the name that we know him by anyway, is Mars Sector 6. And it gives I don't know whether you want to say anything journey. about Mars Sector 6 there, Chrissy. A, um, a very, very, one of the very regular communicators through Dr. George King over many years, beginning in the 1950s, absolutely profound uh, teachings of great depth. And one thing that I always really, I don't know if enjoy is the right word, but I appreciate so much is the fact that when Mars Sector 6 delivers 
these great wisdom and great teachings to this planet, every word is significant. I love words, and I know you do. We're both writers. You know, I do. So we appreciate I do. words. Every single word is so... Um, no word is wasted. And one could almost... I, I couldn't think, agree more. Yes. One could almost concentrate on each word and meditate on each word, I think, and mm. one would find so much wisdom and depth. I mean, this is one thing that I... One of the things that I really, really appreciate. Yes, and I, I agree with that. And he has this ability, which is also ability that Dr. King himself shared on occasions, to put in a tiny number of words, very, very few words, an incredibly profound and far-reaching concept. And the last thing that this communicator, this great being is, is extremely wordy. And, of course, we should explain to any new listeners to Ethereus Radio Live, of course, that we, we do believe in, in, in life throughout the universe and life throughout this solar system on higher frequencies, higher dimensions, if you wish to use that word, of existence. And uh, Mars Sector 6 is connected to, as his name would suggest, the planet Mars, uh, and is an extremely significant uh, being, highly regarded, uh, I believe, throughout this solar system and beyond. And he has been, uh, for whatever reason, selected either by himself or others, or, or however it is done, it's beyond my pay grade to know how it's done, but to give us really our foremost set of philosophical teachings for this time. Would you, would you say that was a fair description, Chrissy? Absolutely. And I was thinking earlier that these are almost like declarations in the same way, perhaps, mm -hmm. uh, that the Ten Commandments were given for the previous age. And this age, right. the age of Aquarius, these are like commandments. Uh, you know, it's That's not a just, very interesting, um, very interesting mm -hmm. word that uh, to, to use, I think, Chrissy. Right, yes. It's not like the first, the first freedom, which we'll be talking about. It struck me. It's not saying the first freedom is bravery it actually says the first freedom will be bravery. It's like, yes. it, it will be. It's a declaration. Yes, indeed. It's an absolute declaration. So if it wasn't true before, it certainly is now. And it's, it's a statement of law, if you like. And it is in that way quite similar to the type of teachings that Moses received. And all, of course, all the avatars who've visited our earth have given um, the aspect of the law for their day and these days are the most significant. Therefore, this incredibly significant set of teachings is delivered. And I always feel, as we go through them, that Mars Sector 6 is extremely compassionate, extremely tolerant uh, of the fact that some of these teachings should have been uh, known, certain aspects of them before and weren't, but really, you know, it's the end of the line now. And if they weren't before, they're absolutely, as you rightly say now, commandments, they're declarations. This is the way. This is the way to enlightenment, to advancement, to our salvation. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so we're um, going to go through them one by one, aren't we, Chrissy? I think we will, and hopefully we will complete the first one uh, today and go into nine months um, into the future. Very exciting. Absolutely, absolutely. So do you wish and to I, lead us in, Chrissy? I can do. I've just, perhaps we could begin with um, the, um, I don't know if it's called the dedication, but the word at mm -hmm. the front really caught my yes. eye. There is a dedication. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, 
where, which Dr. George King um, wrote that this book is dedicated to that cosmic adept known simply as Mars Sector 6, who in compassion mm-hmm. for humanity gave the mystic text at this most significant time in the history of Earth. And I know you just mentioned that. This is the most significant time. And I, I wondered mm. if you might elaborate on that, Richard, briefly before we begin, why it is some sure. listeners may not realize why this is so significant a time. Yes, these, these are some of the concepts that we have touched upon in, in previous broadcasts, particularly about the great change. And uh, there's actually a, also a YouTube clip on the great mm. change, revelations uh, for the new age. And, in fact, which people can look up, and they'll see there this incredible time that we're going through. It's it's obviously, Chrissy would know uh, far more than I would, the astrological implications of this, but it's the end of an era and the start of a new one, and it's a very, very dangerous time, of course. One doesn't have to be psychic or even uh, clued up at all to see that. It's a time when we have the capacity to destroy ourselves, uh, it's a time when, when the earth is in, in great danger, ecology is in danger, and as we know at this very moment, you know, the whole material structure of our world has been exposed as being bogus. I think that came very clear in the crash of five years ago, that it was, it's all based on falseness. It isn't real, and uh, this is a time when it's all going to be sort of, as it were, that the illusions are going to be blown out of the water and we have to now prepare for the new age. So there's a massive implication that really is a broadcast in itself. But what we need at this time are the teachings to guide us through this change, into this change, and, and to help the world, as many people as possible on all the realms of this world, to seize this moment. And it's the nine freedoms that is that set of teachings. Well, thank you so much. Yes, I think it's such a, a very, very profound, but also an extremely helpful book, The Nine Freedoms and a series of transmissions. Mm. And if you have ever wondered, if you, the listeners, have ever wondered why you're here, what life is all about, you know, what's the purpose of your life, you will find all the answers within this book. It's, it's incredible because it, it's our it journey through evolution and every step along the way. And uh, we're going to begin with the first freedom today. And Richard, are you going to be reading that, or would you? I could read it, Chrissy, if if you think that's a good idea. Um, it, I'd just like to say that um, it's a very, very, very interesting choice. Just before I before I do, because I think that most people, if you went out and did an opinion poll or some kind of survey and said, if you were to pick the first step into spirituality, into spiritual conduct, into e- e- true evolution, what would it be? What, was the, what is the one quality, the one thing? I think most people would say something like compassion, perhaps humility, uh, perhaps unselfishness. Uh, I don't think too many would pick as their very first foundation step bravery, and yet it becomes absolutely clear why this is chosen and I'll, I'd like to read this text then, uh, which was delivered on February the 12th, 1961, by Mars Sector 6. This is Mars Sector 6 pronouncing the nine freedoms. The first freedom will be bravery. 
Bravery is essential in all things, for while the aspirant allows the negative accumulation of fear to discolor his outlook, he cannot ever truly aspire to freedom. Freedom from fear can be brought into active manifestation within all men, providing they have knowledge. Knowledge of the right kind dispels fear, whether the manifestation of this fear be petty or more potent. It is not necessary for man upon terror to fear man upon terror. For if you obey the unchangeable laws, indeed, by your obedience, do you burn fear in the bright light of dawning enlightenment. Man upon terror today is beset by strange fears which imprison his actions, his very outlook, which imprison his mind, i.e. even his psychic abilities. Fear is a weapon being now used by the darkest forces to cause you to become their ignorant pawns. Break away from this fear by delving deep within yourself and discovering the great dormant powers which are latent there. Break away from this tight bondage by so enlightening yourselves that this weapon may be rendered useless. Study fear for what it is. Study it coldly without emotion. You will discover that it is but a state of mind which you have formulated for yourselves. This state of mind is the result of karma, environment, and present outlook. Karma. You can at this very moment make for yourself a karmic pattern which, when manifested, will not bring vague fear as a result. You can rise above environment, for it is a changing thing. It is not real. Knowledge gained by adherence to the unchangeable laws can bring to you that stage of enlightenment which dispels fear. A state of mind can be changed at once, for good or for evil. It is just as easy to have a state of mind unclouded by fear as it is to allow it to be warped by this intrusion. Have this outlook upon life, act in this way, and fear becomes non-existent. When fear has been transmuted in the fires of applied knowledge, tempered by love, you become wise. In your wisdom there is fortitude and bravery. The first freedom, dispel fear. Go forth into bravery, and you will know many things, for you will have taken an essential step upon the ladder of evolution. There will come a day when you will be examined in this light. Prepare for tomorrow's examination now, and mastery will be yours. Know this, the tests which now confront you terrestrials have had to be designed in order to give you essential experience. Bravery is victory through experience. Be brave, not foolish, but brave through wisdom, and know the first freedom. Transmissions now discontinued. Well, thank you very much, Richard. That was wonderful. I, I must say, it's, um, I, I, I do hope that we're going to be able to get through all this in, uh, <laughs> in one broadcast because there's so much in there isn't there it's quite staggering really and yet it's kept as simple as possible as simple as it possibly can be what we could do is instead of having um, one two three uh, 
set of announcements. Perhaps we could have two, one at 1.30 and one at uh, just before two. What do you think, Richard? That's fine by or, me. Certainly fine by me. Just a little, Whatever's best. a bit more time. <laughs> mm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, one thing I would like to just inform the listeners, if you didn't know, you, you heard me doing a reading, but that's absolutely nothing. I mean, what would be absolutely wonderful would be to hear the transmission and you can do that. It's available on CD. We have a, a CD album. Uh, you can look at our website, ethereus.org, A-E-T-H, of course, E-R-I-U-S.org, and you can order that album, and you can hear them yourself as they were delivered while Dr. King was in trance, and you'll get from that not just the words, but uh, an incredible vibration. The voice of Mars Sector 6 is, is stunning, isn't it, Chrissy? It is, and perhaps we might uh, consider playing a short extract somewhere along the line. Uh, indeed. We can talk about yes, that. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. But I, I think that the point being there, though, if you get the album, you can hear it at your leisure. You can hear the whole thing mm, all the way through. Yeah, uh, and it'd be absolutely, absolutely. fantastic. Um, and also, I would li also like to add that one of the finest series of lectures that I've ever heard was delivered by Dr. King on the Nine Freedoms, and he makes incredible revelations, especially as they progress into more advanced territory, and that too is available on a CD album. So it isn't exactly a commercial plug, because we're not commercial, we're non-profit making, but it's certainly a very strong recommendation to you if you, if you are taken by these words and these concepts uh, do, if you can afford to, get the album, those two albums. One, the transmissions as they were delivered, and then number two, the lectures on each one delivered not too long after they were actually, the, the, those transmissions were given. I think they were delivered just months, actually, after the nine freedoms were delivered, and the, these lectures were all given by Dr. King, the, the trans medium who received them. Yeah, they're absolutely life-changing when you hear them. Um, mm. Incredible. Power. They the are. power is enormous. Well, Chrissy, we must make a start, mustn't we? So should we, we, shall we go Indeed. from... You, will you take us through it then, in your, as you did with the 12 Blessings, sort of paragraph by paragraph? Be my pleasure, absolutely. So we'll begin um, the first part. This is Mars Sector 6 pronouncing the nine freedoms. The first freedom will be bravery. And um, I just, as I said before, I, I, when I read this, and I had never really thought that before, this seemed to be like, this is it. This is, it will be. And whether yes. people like it or not, that is the freedom now. It's <laughs> Absolutely. And I think I've also pondered this as well and contemplated upon it. And I, I believe that when Mars Sector 6 talks there about bravery, um, it goes a lot further than most people's concept of bravery. I mean, if, if you went up to someone and said, have you ever performed an act of bravery? Some people would say, well, no, I haven't. Because they think an act of bravery is rushing into a burning house and rescuing a child or jumping into the mm. sea and rescuing someone who's drowning or something like that. But I, I think what Mars said, and of course that is incredible bravery, which some people won't do ever in their life, the equivalent of. But bravery is, is, every, is necessary in everything. I mean, bravery, I believe, that he's talking about here is overcoming all the fears 
that uh, we have. And if we're honest, we do have them. If we don't think we have them, we don't really know ourselves properly. It's every phobia, every insecurity, every complex. Um, uh, some things that are, are masters worries actually contain f- elements of fear within them. And it's this type of thing which discolors our whole outlook and affects our whole action and holds people back from, from taking to the spiritual line. You know, and I, I would just say this too. You know, it takes some bravery to mm-hmm. even accept the, the very tenet of what Chrissy and I are talking about in the Theorist Radio Live. You know, to break free from the conditioning. And the conditioning hasn't got any less. As far as I'm concerned, in some ways it's, it's, it's getting worse uh, and it's becoming so apparently normalized to, to just to focus on material things, uh, celebrity culture, you know, there are one or two things that are acceptable in the world and this type of thing that we're discussing on Ethereum Radio Live doesn't fall into that remit at all. I mean, I, I, I was a guest, I used to be a guest on many radio shows. I must admit, uh, I love this show so much, I'm not making you know, massive efforts to appear on radio shows. But radio over here anyway, on the whole, obviously there are exceptions, has been absolutely transformed. It used to include all kinds of topics, topics of general interest and all sorts, and now it's become hidebound, I would say, and it focuses on politics, material things, celebrity culture and sport, and very little else. And, and people are conditioned down these lives to raise a family, get a job. All the things that have been going on, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with those things, they're essential for many people, but the idea of breaking free from the conditioning that that is all life is about takes bravery. And I think it takes bravery to listen with an open mind to Ethereus Radio Live, actually, Chrissy. Absolutely. You made some fantastic points there. And I, I totally agree that this first step to break away from, you know, perhaps orthodoxy and to break away from conditioning and perhaps have your family and your friends thinking that you, uh, you know, are going wrong down the wrong path, that takes a lot of courage. But, and um, we have to... Um, you know, really be brave at that point. But the, the thing is, as Richard referred to, that on this spiritual path that we're on, every step of the way, there's challenges and, and trials and, and opportunities too that require this bravery. And as Richard said, it doesn't get any easier, but um, it's a wonderful thing because bravery is, is fundamentally who we are. We are not fundamentally fearful beings because we are divine so it is good an point. aspect of who we Very truly are. You know. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I think we should better make some more headway, don't you? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Bravery is essential in all things, for while the aspirant allows the negative accumulation of fear to discolor his outlook, he cannot ever truly aspire to freedom. Anything you want to say there, or shall I continue? Well, I think that's what we were just talking about, is essential in all things, not, not just those rare moments of heroism that may, may or may not occur in people's lives, but in everything there, Marcet Six is saying, requires bravery. And uh, we understand that even at the highest levels of advancement, or maybe especially at those levels, bravery is still required. We can't accomplish anything at all unless we have bravery, of any note anyway. 
That's so true. And I remember once the master, Dr. George King, saying that when he first looked through the Christ center, the third eye, um, Mm. it was one of the most terrifying experiences he ever had because he felt this complete aloneness in the universe. And so Mm -hmm. that's um, exactly what you're saying there, I think. So I'll carry on. Yes, please carry on, yes. Uh, Freedom from fear can be brought into active manifestation within all men, providing they have knowledge. Knowledge of the right kind dispels fear, whether the manifestation of this fear be petty or more potent. Yes, that's one of the keys now. There are a number of keys contained in this text that Mars Sector 6 gives Uh, as solutions to fear. So it's extremely positive. That's a very Mm. positive statement. Uh, And as you said, Chrissy, everyone's divine. So fear is not our natural state. It's the state that we've allowed to accumulate through the lives. But there Mm. he gives the first key, knowledge of the right kind. And, you know, we know that's true. There's so many examples of that, really. But he isn't just talking about their physical knowledge or even practical knowledge that can help to dispel fear mind you uh, particularly for the superstitions and things like that Uh, but he's also there undoubtedly talking about spiritual knowledge and to understand the nature of existence and this dispels fear yes and i think understanding is is a key word isn't it richard once we truly Mm. understand something whatever it is then we don't we can't fear it and this is taking this path and having the courage, as Richard said earlier, to listen to this broadcast on the nine freedoms and truly staying with it and getting to understand it. And then I I believe if you do that, then great bravery will will begin to manifest within us all. We can overcome Mm -hmm. these fears Mm. Um, and deeper understanding. So I'll carry on. It is not necessary for man upon terror to fear man upon terror. For if you obey the unchangeable laws, indeed by your obedience, do you burn fear in the bright light of dawning enlightenment. Yes, that uh, word terror, of course, is T-E-R-R-A. It's not terror. The war, you know, as a matter of fact, talking of terror with O-R, what is more fearful than a war on terror? I mean, that's just based on fear, that whole concept, isn't it? But that's not the word that's used here. Uh, terror, with a capital T, is the name often used by Mars Setter Six and other masters for the Mother Earth. It's the Latin goddess, actually was a Latin goddess, terror, a Roman, I should say, a Latin word, uh, as Gaia for the ancient Greeks. So that's what that means, man upon earth. It's not necessary for man upon earth to fear man upon earth. And here, Mars 6, I think, Chrissy, gives us our second key. Our first key was knowledge mm-hmm. of the right kind. And our second one is to obey the unchangeable laws. And, of course, the knowledge of the right kind interestingly done this because, of course, knowledge of the right kind will teach you about the unchangeable laws so that you can right. obey them. And then, Mm -hmm. by obeying them, you'll burn fear in the bright light of dawning enlightenment. In other words, they will be transmuted, and you won't, the unchangeable laws, you'll realize, won't be able to bring to you these things that you were frightened of, if that that makes any sense. Oh, yes, very interesting. And 
And the unchangeable laws, of course, have been given to us over the centuries by, from every religion, from Christianity to Buddhism, etc. They have these great laws, these universal laws, these laws of God have been given to us. So we need to obey them, to bring them into our lives. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and these are the laws that, are, that will be expounded upon more and more as we go through the nine freedoms. Exactly, and I'll carry on then. Um, man upon terror today is beset by strange fears which imprison his actions, his very outlook, which imprison his mind, aye, aye even his psychic abilities. There, Chrissy, is something that I could talk about for the rest of this program, <laughs> but I won't. Um, the, well, first of all, of course, we've got um, this idea of people being imprisoned by their fears. And, and it's an interesting word, that, by Marcus, it's strange fears, because to, to, to a being from another world is completely alien, and, and I imagine completely mm. ridiculous what people are sitting around being frightened of. Um, you mm. know, we, we know that people are... Uh, being in fright, you know, are, are worried about their material security, their emotional security. People are frightened of loneliness, being lonely. You mentioned that earlier. There's a difference between being alone and being lonely. You can be alone and not lonely, and you can be in quite a lot of company and be lonely. These are all aspects of fear. The, the, the desire, a big one, to be socially acceptable to whatever right. environment you happen to be in at that given moment, which changes through the centuries, but just to fit in. This is mm. all driven by fear, as opposed to the pursuit of truth. Mm. Um, and then, of course, he goes on and talks about psychic abilities. Now, this is something I have a lot of experience of, and um, yes. wrote my first book about, Unlock Your Psychic Powers. And, you know, it does, I think, hold a lot of people back, because... I know one of the things that can easily be said is that you're losing your marbles. It's all nutty. It's all, it's dangerous. It's, uh, which it can be, of course. There can be dangers attached to psychic development of the wrong kind. There's no doubt about that. So again, knowledge of the right kind will dispel right kind. that fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you want to, I mean, there's a lot I could say about that, I think. Um, I know you could, Richard, and <laughs> this is very much your <laughs> subject, but I, I, I I just want to say that, um, no, I think you've covered it. I mean, people, I think the fitting in, as you say, that's a big one. It's really big. People are very fearful of um, thinking out, you know, outside what other pe- is acceptable. And this is mm. one I think we all should face. We need to mm-hmm. face it and look at ourselves. Yeah, I mean, I, something I'd like to say about that is that you look at the great people of history mm. who've really made a difference to, to the world, and without exception, in one way or another, these were people who were, had bravery. They were brave enough to break free from some kind of conditioning, some kind of social acceptability of their day, to make a change. Otherwise, they, it wouldn't be a change. Uh, whether it be a cultural change, whether it be a, a major political change of, of benefit to others, you know, whether it be some kind of big religious or philosophical change for the good, They've had to uh, break free, certainly, possibly fight in the right way, this type of conditioning, and it must have required bravery. Absolutely, that's a very good point. And there's one very popular thing 
Gandhi, I'm not sure, uh, be the change that you want to see in the world. And it's mm. a great liberating statement. And, but people have it on their walls, but I think uh, that statement requires a tremendous lot of courage um, to mm. be that, as you say. But these people that you mentioned, Richard, I mean, they single-handedly almost changed the course of history by their courage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and this is what we can do if, if enough people change. Then and they've all change been attacked. The yeah, they've I'm all sorry? been attacked. Yeah, they've, they've all been attacked. They've all been doubted, all of them. Um, you know, so whether, whether you perhaps are just doubted by your friends and family or whether you're receiving attacks even from strangers in these days of Internet trolls and so on, you never know what's going to come your way. But really, it, it's bravery is the thing that will, will get us all through it. In fact, I've got another quote here, Chrissy, to add to your quote here. This is from Aristotle. Courage is the first of human qualities because it is the quality which guarantees the others. Mm. Oh, interesting. So it's a similar thing there, similar concept there that obviously is being much further developed uh, in a much more advanced way here by Mars Sector 6. That's very interesting. Uh, Richard, I'm afraid I think we're going to have have to have a break now. (laughs) Uh, Well, it'll be a pleasure to hear, hear, hear the announcements. Absolutely. Well, thank you all very much for tuning in to Ethereus Radio Live, live today on the 15th day of October 2013. Your hosts, Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze. We would like to guide you back to the website for Ethereus. It is www.ethereus.org. From there, you can go to either the United States side or the uh, side in the UK to find out information. But let me give you some specific events that are coming up at a couple different locations around the world. First of all, on Saturday, October 19th, from 1.30 until 4.30 p.m. in Michigan's Ethereus Society location. Gary Blaze is going to be teaching Mystic Yoga Breathing. That's a $20 class fee. Once again, that is October 19th, 1.30 to 4.30 p.m., Mystic Yoga Breathing. And at the same location, which I will give you the address in a moment, on Friday, October 25th, 7.30 p.m., a Cosmic cosmic Wisdom Study class, all about ahimsa, which is nonviolence, and spiritual action. This is by Love Offering Only, and again, it is being presented by Gary Blaze. This is about how to take spiritual action in a nonviolent fashion and really do some good for ourselves and the planet. The Ethereus Michigan location is 3119 North Campbell Road. And you can find out more information about both of these offerings from Gary Blaze coming up in October at www.ethereusmi.org. That is A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S-M-I.org. Now coming up in November, November 16th, as a matter of fact, from 10 a.m. until 5 p.m., from Inner Peace to World Peace. This is a life-changing workshop presented by Richard Lawrence. 60 pounds, concessions 40 pounds includes a free copy of the book, Realize Your Inner Potential. If you would like to recharge your battery through yoga breathing, discover ancient secrets to relaxation, access your power of intuition in daily life, focus your mind through enhanced concentration, spiritualize your life by chanting sound mantra, find out how you can make a real difference in the world, and this is the workshop for you. If you'd like more information, please visit events at ethereus.co.uk. And if you're looking to find out more about Richard Lawrence, it's richardlawrence.co.uk. 
Chrissy Blaze is ChrissyBlaze.com. Returning you now to the first of the nine freedoms presented by Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze here on Ethereus Radio Live. Thank you very much, Annette. Thank you. So we'll carry on with the reading the transmission. And the next part is fear is a weapon being now used by the darkest forces to cause you to become their ignorant pawns. Yes, I, um, I think there's a lot, again, one, we could do a whole broadcast on psychic interference, and mm-hmm. there is no doubt that when you take to the spiritual path, particularly if you're doing something really valuable, you could get a bit of interference. It's, again, nothing to fear, because if you have the right knowledge, and we can give you that knowledge in the Ethereum Society, that the book Realize Your Inner Potential, which I was very honored to co-author with Dr. George King, or I shouldn't say co-author, he wrote it, I was there just to help with it. Um, there, there are some exercises that could protect you from this. But you can see it on a much wider scale as well, as well because you, you know the whole world, it's interesting to see a president, I don't wish to name any names, but a president or a prime minister coming into a major country, a major world power, who seems a very inspired individual, who seems a very decent individual, and then after a few years, perhaps or perhaps less, becomes a, an espouser of conflict and an espouser of war. Um, and the, the, this isn't their natural, didn't seem to be their nature, but in that position they are virtually pawns, unless they are advanced enough to resist it, uh, for this kind of interference that's going on in our world. Yes, thank you very much, Richard. And uh, the next part is uh, another of these wonderful solutions. Break away from this fear by delving deep within yourself and discovering the great dormant powers which are latent there. Yes, I mean, that, there's our third key, isn't it? We've had knowledge of the right kind, dispels fear, obedience. And that's the beauty of, of an opportunity to, to have a discussion like this. We can break it right down. Knowledge of the right kind, one. Obedience of the unchangeable laws is our second key, following the laws in your life. And here's our third one. Delve deep within yourself and discover the great dormant powers which are latent there. Chrissy, that's something you want to comment on, I'm sure. Yes, because I think if we have a fear, the tendency is to ignore that fear. But what um, we are being told to do here is to delve deep within ourselves. In other words, face the fear. Because if we we don't, um, fear becomes like a vicious circle. And unless you go back to that experience that caused the fear, you can't truly understand it. So I think keep, fear keeps you kind of where you are if, you're, if you don't you know, delve deep within you. And it's so important to do that with great Indeed. honesty too. And as you do it, of course, you start to realize from within, and this is a journey that we're all upon, uh, you know, certainly anyone who says they've arrived, you have to really question. But we're all on the journey. But you do start to realize from within the absurdity of fear, the, the fact that it isn't real, uh, and the fact that, in fact, you, you know, that there is a solution. And, okay, yes, there are pitfalls, there are things to look out for, there are things to avoid, but fear is not a useful garment. Throw it away. And this is something that your inner voice 
starts to reveal to you. You have the knowledge already, you're following the law already, and then this revelation which brings confidence and brings strength, and bang, fear is out the window. Absolutely. And again, break away from this tight bondage by so enlightening yourself that this weapon may be rendered useless. Indeed, and I, th- I think it's just, you know, it's, one thing you'll find with the, the nine freedoms is that although they are steps, they are prioritized steps, and particularly as it, it develops later on, and you see one step leads to another in, in evolution, there's also overlaps. You know, you do need to be enlightened to deal with fear and, and, and you, to, to discover bravery. The more enlightened you are, the braver you become. And also, the braver you become, the more enlightened you become. So they, they work together. They're not absolutely you know, either or. I think I'm losing sound a little bit here. Is, uh, is that okay, Annette? Is everything okay with the sound? Yes, absolutely. I can okay. hear you. you. break up a little bit, Chrissy. You get a little garbled from time to time, and I'm not really sure what that is, but... Uh, I can hear you. I mean, you both are coming across at the same level. I don't have a VU meter in front of me, but I hear you guys equally the same. Almost like you're right in the same room, and I know you're not. Okay, oh, great. thank you very much. Great. Very well. uh, I'll carry on with the next part then, mm-hmm. which is another of these solutions. Study fear mm-hmm. for what it is. Study it coldly without emotion. You will discover that it is but a state of mind which you have formulated for yourselves. Yes, that's very, very interesting, and I think a lot deeper than it, than it might appear. There's, there's our sort of fourth thing, as you rightly say, that we're given yet another. It, it's like method after method after method we're being given here, and all, all of them will work for us. And this is brilliant, really, because it, it says almost, um, as we were saying in the introduction to this, to this series, you know, it, just in a few words, study it coldly without emotion. And there is the whole essence of it. It's the emotion that, that causes the fear. You know, right. we could have, you know, we could have a, a justifiable concern about a problem, uh, but it's the emotion that turns that into a fear. And so what uh, Mars Sector 6 is saying there in just a few words, in those five words, study it coldly without emotion, is strip away the emotion, control the emotion, transmute the emotion, and see what you're left with, and you'll find there's no fear. And sometimes, of course, it won't even be based on logic at all. There are many fears um, which have no logic or validity to them at all. Some contain elements of, of validity, some contain none. And, and this is what this, this process of studying it, of being logical, of examining something will do. It takes some bravery to do that, of course, sometimes, to face it, to face our fears. That takes some bravery, and that very act is a transmuting act. Absolutely, and fear often manifests as emotion too, doesn't it? Uh, people get, yes. you know, very upset and angry and so on, and probably within them there is a fear. So um, another thing, um, it's a state of mind which we formulate, and that's interesting because, like all states of mind that we have, it can be changed by us. You know, you can prove that to yourself. Like if you, if you're, if you're short of money and somebody tells you, oh, you just won the lottery, then instantly your state of mind changes. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. something that we can change, and it's the same with fear. But I, 
let it carry on um, before we run out of time, actually. So let's mm. continue with the next part. Um, this state of mind is a result of karma, environment, and present outlook. Shall I continue? Yes, well, I think we, we have um, some a little repetition in a way there, I mean, or, or rather an overlap there, in that uh, karma, the unchangeable law, uh, is back again. Present outlook has been mentioned before, but we have something else added here, environment, too. So we have karma, environment, and present outlook are the three things which cause fear, according to Mars Sector 6. So, yes, please carry on, Chrissy. Karma. You can, at this very moment, make for yourself a karmic pattern which, when manifested, will not bring vague fear as a result. You can rise above environment, for it is a changing thing. It is not real. Knowledge gained by adherence to the unchangeable laws can bring to you that stage of enlightenment which dispels fear. A state of mind can be changed at once for good or for evil. It is just as easy to have a state of mind unclouded by fear as it is to allow it to be warped by this intrusion. I mean, there we have, uh, again, extremely practical, useful methods for eliminating fear completely from our lives. Um, karma. Um, again, we, we, we've had this uh, advice to obey the unchangeable laws, which, of course, are karma. And then, he, but the Mars Sector 6 is saying then, when manifested. So it's not saying that as soon as you obey them, that instant, fear will go. But he's saying that when the karmic pattern that you're creating is manifested, it won't bring fear as a result. So fear will then go. The, the, the new karmic pattern which you're creating. So you have to have a certain faith, I would say, in this process. Uh, and not expect instantaneous results necessarily, but in time, it will not bring vague fear as a result. So in the end, if you keep at it, there'll be no fear at all. That's a very good point. And rising uh, above yeah. environment, well, Richard yeah. was talking earlier about the great souls throughout history who have uh, fought against the, you know, civilization fought against so much to bring, you know, change to this planet. Uh, they are people who very, very often have risen above their environment, not, not been limited by it, often born into very uh, poor situations or difficult situations and have proven that we can do this. That's true. And, I mean, I think you can see also um, absolute proof of this by looking at certain people. I mean, you, you, we all come across them. Um, there are people who are extremely wealthy. I don't know a lot, but I've met one or two. Uh, they really don't want for anything, as far as most of us are concerned. And yet, they don't think that. They don't think they're wealthy. I, I, I know a particular actual friend of mine who who who, who is... Well, I won't go into all the details of her life, but certainly most people would say extremely comfortably off and wealthy. Um, and yet she said to me one day, look at the way some of these people live. They don't know what it's like for the rest of us. And it's in the mind. And then you can meet people who are in very modest financial conditions, 
uh, don't have very much at all and yet are perfectly content and are perfectly thankful and grateful for what they've got. And that person is far more wealthy than the person who's got all the money and all the possessions because they don't feel poor. And it goes to prove you can rise above environment. Environment isn't real. Uh, you can find people who have tragic lives. They, they've had disaster after disaster after disaster, and yet their spirits are good. They find something to make them happy. They keep going. They focus on the... They're thankful for the good things in their life, and, and they turn it into something that they learn from, and they're positive about it. And then you can meet someone else who has very, really very little to worry about, uh, most people would be absolutely very satisfied with their life uh, on, a on a material and emotional level, and yet they're not happy. You know, they, they have everything you're supposed to want according to environment, uh, you know, family, friends, wealth, job, and yet something inside them doesn't make them happy. So it proves that environment, the material conditions you find yourself in, these you can rise above. It's not real. Well, thank you so much for that. It's so true, is it not? Um, and I, yes. I read the next part, which again, Mars Sector 6 talks about adhering to the unchangeable laws and mm. how we can change our state of mind at once if we decide to, for good or for the opposite, for evil. And he says it's just as easy to have a state of mind unclouded by fear as it is to allow it to be warped by this and he uses the word intrusion, which I think is a very interesting word. That is an interesting um, word, yes. Uh, it's an intrusion. We need to get rid of it. You know, we need to get it out of our lives. Um, and it's not the natural state. As you were saying earlier, Chrissy. it's an intrusion. It's something from outside of you that you don't need and doesn't really belong to you. Absolutely. And um, shall I continue with this? Please do, yes. The next part. Have this outlook upon life. Act in this way and fear becomes non-existent. When fear has been transmuted in the fires of applied knowledge, tempered by love, you become wise. In your wisdom there is fortitude and bravery. Yes, that's a wonderful concept, isn't it? Applied knowledge tempered by love. You know, there's so much knowledge in this world that isn't tempered by love, and it's not wise. It's outstanding knowledge, some of it. It's been used to develop weapons and all kinds of chemical uh, things in our world and products, and it's very, very clever. But is it wise? Is it really tempered by love? It's the profit motive. You know, that, that causes businesses, by the way, particularly businesses, also politicians, and also, I have to say, certain religious organizations, to foster fear. I mean, it's in their interest for people to feel frightened. You know, if people feel, um, you know, frightened of their, uh, regarding their health, then certain com companies can sell them more products for their health. And if certain people feel frightened by their material position, then certain companies can sell them more financial products and so on and so on. And some of the adverts that you see and some of the political speeches that you see foster fear to get elected. If you don't get us in, then you're going to be overrun with the immigrants and overrun with whatever it might be. You can see fear being used all the time. 
but what isn't being used is love. When, it, when love is applied to knowledge, there is wisdom, and in the wisdom there is fortitude and bravery. A beautiful statement that, Chrissy, I think. It's beautiful. It's almost like a description of what true bravery is. Because, you know, we, mm. we can think we're being brave, but sometimes we can, and I have been this way myself, sometimes we can rush into things and we're really kind of being like idiots. So, but if we, um, mm -hmm. with this applied knowledge, tempered by love, wisdom, this mm. is true mm. bravery and mm. um, what we're aspiring to. So I will continue then, shall I? Mm. The last part. The first freedom, dispel fear. Go forth into bravery and you will know many things. For you will have taken an essential step upon the ladder of evolution. There will come a day when you will be examined in this light. Prepare for tomorrow's examination now, and mastery will be yours. That's something, you know isn't it? Oh, okay, sorry. No, I beg your pardon. Absolutely. Sorry, Chrissy. No, no. Um, no, I was just saying that there will come a day when you'll be examined in this light, of course, that's referring to uh, a time in our evolution uh, where we'll have to have proven, uh, you know, that we, we, we are brave enough. I mean, it could be, for example, after our death, when we're examining ourselves, our higher self is examining our lower self and looking to see what experiences we actually need in our next life in order to evolve. And one of the great tests... Uh, and, and, and essences of that examination, we're told, is going to be bravery. How did we exhibit bravery? How much bravery did we exhibit? That's a very good point, absolutely. And I w shall I just uh, uh, finish this uh, transmission? Please do, please do. Know this, the tests which now confront you terrestrials have had to be so designed in order to give you essential experience. Bravery is victory through experience. Be brave, not foolish, but brave through wisdom, and know the first freedom. Transmissions what? now discontinued. Wonderful, and I, I think, uh, again, is it really honest? Because on this path there are tests. And I know it's quite fashionable nowadays for people, uh, particularly in the mind, body, spirit, and new age movement in certain parts anyway, can't speak for it all, far from it, uh, and, and certain spiritual organizations, um, supposedly, to, to put out this idea that it's all easy, it's all comfortable, uh, you know, there's nothing you have to do, it's all fine, and they aren't helping their students. They aren't helping, as this freedom starts, talking about the aspirant. It's very interesting. In the very first statement, Mars Sector 6 says, bravery is essential in all things, for while the aspirant allows a negative accumulation of fear and so on. In other words, he's not talking there about everybody on earth. He's talking about someone who's aspiring towards spirituality, towards evolution, towards advancement. And such a person will have tests. And these tests, many of them are tests including bravery. And they, they're given to us because they're essential. And then he gives this aphorism, which I think is so memorable, bravery is victory through experience. That's wonderful, yes. And that, that does surely means that all experience if you're going to be successful with it, requires bravery. 
Um, and, and so this, it goes to show this is a vast thing, as I was touching on at the beginning. It's not just a rare thing that one or two people exhibit, like firemen and so on. This is a thing that everybody needs in all experience to be completely victorious. Victorious not in terms of conquering anybody else, but conquering our lower selves and advancing on to wonderful and great, more elevated experiences. Absolutely, and how wonderful we feel when we do, we are victors through the difficulties in our lives. And uh, we know that we are going on the right, right path when we do this, when we manifest mm-hmm. this great bravery. And because this is, as I say, it's who we are. It's what we truly are. Never to limit ourselves and think that we are fearful beings. We are not. And so it's to summarize, I've, I've just made a note of some of the main points that have come out there, some of the main keys that we've been given. Knowledge of the right kind. Obeying the law of karma in our lives. Discovering the dormant powers within us. Of course, we should mention there Kundalini is the ultimate dormant power within us and all that flows from it, including psychic powers and especially intuition. Uh, That's three. And then enlightenment is linked to that. That leads us to enlightenment. And then we've been told to rise above our environment. In fact, we can rise above our environment because our environment isn't real. And then the key of changing our mindset. It's just as easy to have a mindset unclouded by fear as to be warped by this intrusion. We can change it. We can use affirmation. We can use spiritual practice. Positive thinking will change a mindset. And then finally, the the application of knowledge tempered by love. So there's seven keys I just made a note of as we went, all of which work and all of which will free us from this thing which has warped our evolution for centuries and is so crucial now getting rid of our fears of all kinds through bravery well thank you so much richard for going through those those seven points that's so useful and i I think just listening and sharing with this first freedom i I find it totally invigorating isn't it you want to go on and you know very very encouraging very inspiring and so positive Mm. And it shows what we can do. You know, we're not helpless. We're not limited. We don't have to be conditioned. We don't have to play the so-called game, whatever particular game it is that we're being encouraged to play. We can set our own agenda and take our own evolution by, by the, you know, in, in, in hand ourselves and, and really, really guide ourselves on. It's, as you say, extremely encouraging. And it's work in progress, but it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful teaching. I do recommend people to get more into the nine freedoms. Absolutely. And Richard, I think we're going to have to close now. And uh, thank you so mm-hmm. much. And hand over thank to you Ed for the close. <laughs> well, thank you. And thank you both. It's been... Uh, Quite an education for people like myself that probably are not familiar with the nine freedoms. We will be continuing on with those for future Aetherius Radio Live programs. Aetherius Radio Live is live at the third Tuesday of every month from 1 until 2 p.m. Eastern here at Body, Mind, Spirit Radio. We'd like to direct you to a couple of very important websites. First of all, Aetherius.org, which 
where you're going to find a tremendous amount of information as well as being able to be directed towards events that are happening all over the world for the Ethereum Society. We'd like to direct you to richardlawrence.co.uk for information on our host, Richard Lawrence. And again, chrissyblaze.com for information as to what's going on with Chrissy. And of course, as always, the fan page for this show, which people use a lot to leave um, comments and information about Ethereus Radio Live, is bodymindspiritradio.com. <laughs> 